y'all. We are back with another episode of Senior Style Guide's Real Talk podcast. I'm Sean Brown, and we have Hope Taylor on this episode of the podcast for episode seven. Hope Taylor is a senior and wedding photographer based out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. And one of the unique things about Hope is that she started her photography business when she was only 17 years old, or should I say, went full-time at 17 years old. She actually has a really unique story where she thought she was going to be on one track and then life just pulled her in a different direction, which I think that we all can relate to on one level or another. Hope not only is a photographer, but she's also an educator now and works with photographers from across the country to really see how she can help them and and work to grow their business, especially with her unique insight on starting over in one direction that maybe you never really thought that you needed to go, but you did in terms of your own sanity and, and growing your business and all of that stuff. So we really dive into that. Um, and just it's an awesome episode. So really looking forward to having you guys as part of this episode and really excited to introduce Hope to you guys. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I am Sean Brown and today we are joined by the awesome Hope Taylor who is a senior and wedding photographer based on the East Coast out of Fredericksburg, Virginia, who I'm super stoked to have on here today. She has kind of been a, a leader and an educator in the industry from the senior and the wedding side, so you guys kind of get the best of both worlds today. Uh, but we're just super excited to have her on here today and, and kind of hear her story about how she got to, to where she is in her business and um, for those of you who follow her, basically kind of enjoy this. And for those of you who don't know her, then you guys get a, a huge treat because she is absolutely phenomenal on, um, in terms of senior rep programs and um, branding and all of this amazing stuff. But we're to kind of dig into her story. So first off, welcome to Real Talk. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm seriously so excited. It's such an honor to be here. So we're, we're super excited. And um, like I was saying, I, I hadn't actually really heard, I just kind of started digging into hope just because um, we have, I think, such different styles, and you're kind of like that light and airy. I was like, oh my goodness, how do people shoot that? It's so beautiful, and I could never do that. Um, so I never really discovered you until uh, recently, but I always kind of heard the name Hope Taylor, and uh, I think I've kind of found a new, newfound love for your work. So we're super, yeah, just thrilled to have you on here. Well, thank you. That was such a sweet introduction. It's really exciting. I actually, um, Senior Style Guide was something that I followed in the very early stages of my business and something that I was a part of for like the first two to three years and loved it. Um, and I have copies of some of the magazines in my like desk. Um, so it was really cool when you reached out to me. I'm just super excited to be a part of this. So thank you. Yeah, so it's kind of come full circle for you. But um, okay. to kind of start out, give us a little bit about who you are as, as a photographer and person just to kick us off. Yeah, so I am both a senior portrait and a wedding photographer. So I started my business photographing only seniors for the first probably year to a, a year and a half to two years in my business while I was also still a high school student. And then I started to transition more into weddings as my business grew and like the 
uh, second and third year. And then now I'm also an educator and a speaker. So I host workshops and um, I get to teach and travel and speak at conferences. And that has actually ended up being one of my favorite parts. I just have such a heart for education that um, it has become almost my favorite side of my business, even though I never started it with that intention. So it's been a really cool transition, but I just absolutely love the opportunity to teach and speak and do things like this. So um, it's been a really fun path over the last five years. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about this beforehand. You and I are both younger photographers mm -hmm. in the industry. So you're probably early twenties and then um, kind of you basically came right out of high school and, and into your business. So kind of what did that path look like for you for maybe younger photographers who might be joining in and kind of saying, Oh, I don't know if I want to do the kind of the traditional college route or go straight into business. Kind of what did you do and kind of what was your path? Yeah, so I'll try to give like the Cliff Notes version of yeah. my story. Um, so I started doing photography, just taking photos when I was a sophomore in high school. So I was 14 and I just started to really fall in love with the idea of it, but it never crossed my mind that that was a career option. Nobody ever talked to me about, you know, the creative options outside of college or out of like the typical office or business related job. And so um, it just never really crossed my mind. And then um, fast forward to my junior year, I was working part-time at a retail store making, you know, like $8 Hour, yep. and I enjoyed it but I just felt really stuck and I felt like I wasn't fulfilling any purpose and that not that it was a waste of time but just that I felt like frustrated and just stuck and so I had put my camera up on the shelves because I was busy with you know junior year of work which is always the hardest and so um, I came home like really frustrated one day and my parents told me to pull it back off the shelf and just see what I could do and kind of just have a fun hobby to do on the side so I started taking portraits of friends um, and doing, you know, portraits more often. And then somebody paid me for their session just as like a tip. And it was like $40. And so I went from making $8 an hour to $40 an hour. And I was like, I am rolling in it. Like, this is all I ever need in the world. Um, and then it actually started, I started to process it differently and think about it differently. Like, okay, this could actually be something that makes me money. And I could just replace this part-time job with doing portrait sessions. So I quit my part-time job that summer. And um, before my senior year, I actually had to make my business officially official and start paying taxes and um, doing all, all the those, fun stuff, right? All the good yeah. stuff that we love because I wanted to do school part-time my senior year and get the chance to leave early um, so that I could not take any extra credits that I didn't need and pursue photography. So um, I had to have an official business license and all those things. So I did that like two months into being a business, which was, you know, not so fun, but um, I did that in my whole senior year, I pursued my business full-time in addition to high school. So when graduation rolled around, I had applied to seven universities and I had committed to the one that was closest to home, which was still an eight hour round trip from home um, for business and marketing. And I committed to classes and I committed to a roommate and I was buying things for my dorm. We had paid all the fees. And a month before I was supposed to leave, I revoked my admission to go full time. Um, so that was four years ago now, which is crazy. All my friends that are my age are graduating this year. And I'm just like, where did time even go? Um, but it's been a really fun journey and I think the toughest part of that journey was convincing and showing the people in my life that cared about me that this was a path that was worth pursuing and not a waste of time or not have them worried about me that I was you know taking a wrong step or taking the wrong path and um, just having the encouragement and the support from everybody was probably one of the tougher parts. I was actually literally just going to touch on that because I think that that's something that everybody experiences when it's not that traditional job route where it's not that that nine to five that everybody is comfortable and familiar with. I think you almost have to 
you almost have to sell yourself on the idea more than others because getting your approval that it's okay to do what you want to do and you don't have to kind of do what other people say you're going to do is is one of the toughest pieces so kind of going through that what was your initial thought behind that because I know kind of what I experienced personally but I also think that it's important to hear from you guys too yeah. So for me, I really struggled with the decision not to go to school because for me, not going to college was never something that crossed my mind. I never wanted to stay because I live in kind of a small town. I never wanted to stay here. My mom would always like leave that door open and let me know that I was welcome to stay and go to community college. But we actually would fight about it because I would tell her like, stop trying to get me to stay here. Like, I don't want to stay here. And so I've like really battled with that concept because it just never was something that crossed my mind. And I actually went to a conference a couple of months before I made the decision to go full time and a photographer that I really looked up to told me um, that somebody gave her this advice and she said that wherever you go, you have to be all there and you have to give 100% of your effort to whatever you want to pursue, especially if it's something that you're passionate about and that you really love because you only get one life and at some someday we're going to be at the end looking back and we're going to wish that we had done that in the season when we had the opportunity and um, so that was one of the things that kind of started to give me a heart change and like shift my perspective on the whole thing. And it was about three months later that I made the final decision. So, um, that was kind of the biggest thing that gave me a heart change is that thought process of why would you not give this your all? You need to be all there, give it a hundred percent of your effort and know that you tried. And if it doesn't work, college is always there to go back to, but you've got to like kind of take the opportunity when it presents itself. And, um, my business was growing quickly. And so I, that was kind of my opportunity that I knew I needed to take advantage of. Yeah. And I think that that's something that even if you're not a younger photographer, but say even like a mom yeah. and going mm -hmm. and you don't know, you're, you're asking, oh my goodness, I really want to start my photography business, but I almost feel like I should go into the traditional job market. I think that's a struggle that everybody faces and yours and mine was actually very similar in that it was, what do you do after high school or after college versus the mom who might be, okay, what do I do after, after I have my first kid or second kid or, or, yeah. Um, we just moved into this town. Do I get the traditional job? So I think that's something that everybody can take away where it's be all there, be all present. And then I don't think you really need anybody else's approval except for yours. If it's something you want to do, I think you yeah. should go for it. Yeah. And I think it's relevant too, to anybody that's in a full-time job and considering, or yeah, full-time job and considering going full-time with their business instead. Yeah. Um, because it's that weird, like giving yourself permission and also having to assure everyone around you that like, yes, photography is a job. It's not just a side hobby. And, um, like I am a photographer and just kind of like owning that and knowing that you have to just be the one to stand up and be strong in that decision. And then everybody else will follow like all the people in high school that, you know, I got the, I went to a public high school. So when I started to pursue a business and not do the traditional route, it was kind of a, like, who does this girl think she is consensus across the whole school. And so I had a lot of people that gave a lot of backlash. I was bullied on social media all the time. There was just a lot of like, why does this girl think she can do this? Like, who is she? And so that was really tough too. And I think that it's easy to let that discourage you. And I think that's relevant when it comes to, like I said, somebody transitioning to a full-time job or a mom transitioning into mom life and trying to decide the balance between doing something for herself and being a mom. And um, all of those things are relevant because you have to be the one to stand strong. And it's really hard for a while, but all of those people come back around because all of those people that made fun of me booked me for their senior portraits yep. <laughs> once I stood up and actually pursued what I wanted to do, even against the grain and against what they were saying about me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that just goes back to having the faith and confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think that just kind of boils down to, to doing that. So totally, totally. 
But so let's talk a little bit. So you are both a senior and a wedding photographer, which um, is something that's pretty tricky to do because branding, uh, while it's similar, you also have to brand yourself slightly differently because the seniors don't want the wedding photographer, they want the senior photographer. So kind of what was your balance and kind of what made you want to pursue both of those? Yeah, so that's such a good question. So I started shooting seniors solely because I was a senior. And so kind of by default, it's just what I was photographing more often because all of my friends were seniors, they were working with me and it just became what I was known for quickly. Um, but I also knew that weddings were something that I was passionate about and um, that that also, find, I don't do in-person sales. So for me, financially, weddings were also something that I needed in my business to create the income that I needed in order to be full-time. So that was the initial kind of interest in the wedding industry was, okay, well, if I don't want to do in-person sales for my seniors, then I need to have income from some other stream. Um, and then I started to just fall in love with them. And as I get older, I find that it's just so interesting because I find that I relate less to my seniors and more to my brides. And it's just kind of a cool transition of being a senior in high school and photographing seniors and now being, you know, a 20 something photographing brides. It's been a really cool transition to see. Um, and then the marketing like platform and the marketing direction, um, I have always been someone that actually markets myself as a person and not just as a photographer um, and a service provider. So instead of just sharing my work and sharing about my services, I'm sharing about myself and I'm sharing about the things that I love that have nothing to do with my business and all of the quirky things about me that people can relate to, but that may not even matter or feel relevant because people then fall in love with, well, the idea hopefully <laughs> is that they fall in love with me and they really like me so it doesn't matter whether I'm photographing seniors or weddings because they just want to work with me as a person um, and so I found that that has been what's allowed me to photograph both things without having to have two completely separate entities for my business because I am the common denominator and I make that very intentional in all of my marketing and all of my branding so on my website I am the main focus things about me are the main focus and then seniors and weddings are their own separate pages their own separate little kind of outlets but the common denominator is the Hope Taylor experience and who I am as a person. So let's talk about that a little bit because I think that that's something you do so well and um, for those of you who follow Hope, I've actually been kind of stalking her Instagram prepping for this interview a little bit and you actually just launched, I think it's Hope at Home, which is a separate Instagram yes. account specifically for like the new home that you just got. So talk about that because I think that ties in extremely well with kind of that, that idea of your client or potential clients falling in love with the person rather mm -hmm. than the photography itself. Totally. So this is a concept that scares a lot of people because the first two initial thoughts are, okay, but nobody cares about what I'm doing. Like nobody wants to see my personal life. And also like, I don't want to get in front of the camera. I don't want to have to post images of myself. I don't want to have to talk about me hiding behind, you know, the work that I do and this thing that I love is like my safe space. So this is like why like I don't want to talk about myself. And um, I would argue that there's just so much value in it because if people can fall in love with you, you are by default setting yourself up, um, um, to be set different from all of your competitors because nobody can be you. So by default, you're separating yourself. Um, you're adding value to your products and services because nobody else can duplicate the experience with you. Nobody else can market you. So you can add more value because people specifically want to work with you. There's just a, a never ending list of value in this concept. So 
for me, um, I talk about things like my new home and I talk about like my love for Chick-fil-A and mm -hmm. I talk about um, my family and my travels and I talk about like just all these random quirky things about me, like that I like buttered popcorn and I microwave my ice cream, like all of these random things that nobody cares, like that has nothing to do with my business or but my- But people business. see that and they say, that's me too, or I do the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah, so I picture it like if somebody's looking at 10 senior photographers, they have 10 tabs open on their computer and every website says, oh, I was published here. I have this credential. I have this degree. People can, they, that's amazing. And that adds value and it proves your professionalism, but nobody can relate to that. So you are just the same as the other 10 photographers they're looking at. But if they look at my website and they see that I order an eight count Chick-fil-A nugget meal and they relate to that by default, there's this gold star by my name because I've stood out amongst the 10 other photographers. I have the same professionalism. I have the same credentials, but they also relate to me on a personal level. And there's just so much value in that. And I found that it's even more than I ever expected. I think it just kind of, if we break it down even, it's kind of almost like, like a layers of a brand or something like that, where you have the initial layers that kind of everybody has. And the deeper you get, mm -hmm. I think the more personal and the more successful as a photographer you become because people relate more to the brand and can, it's almost like building that no like trust factor a little bit more where people get to know you, they like you, and then they trust you to provide a great service and great work to them. Definitely. Yeah. I found that all of my clients come into the experience with more trust and more excitement and they place more value on it and spend more time preparing for their senior session. And they're more willing to invest in professional hair and makeup because they just trust me and they know that they can rely on me to provide them an amazing experience. So there's no hesitation or um, like just weirdness between us when they arrive at their shoot. It's really changed the whole experience from start to finish. Absolutely. So as we kind of uh, get to the, to the end, um, kind of ask you a question if you could go back to say day one of your business knowing what you know now what is like one piece of advice that you would want to instill in other photographers Wow. Oh, this is such a big question. Um, so for me, one of the things that I wasn't great at and really struggled with was time management and making time to, for young photographers, it was hard for me to make time to be a 20 something or to be a high school student when I was also like 20 going on 30 and the fact that I was starting a business. So that was really tricky for me. But um, in any situation relevant to anybody, whether you're young or not, it's hard to find the balance of running a business and then being able to kind of turn off your business brain to go be a human being as well because we don't have hours that you know start and end and then we leave work and it's done for the day that's not how we function so for me, my number one piece of advice would be to create structure and create um, like start and end times and implement balance into your business from the very, very beginning. So now I have very strict weekday schedules of, I know Mondays are my blogging days. I know Tuesdays are my editing days, et cetera, et cetera. And that way I can focus on certain tasks each day. I know that I'm out of office by 5 PM and I know that I can just turn my brain off and then continue to be a person and then just pick back up the next day. And I know everything's getting done, but I can still not just constantly be overwhelmed with my business and I think that's something that even I struggle with like I was just looking into kind of a client relationship management system just so that I can make more time and kind of uh, not be as, as stretched as mm -hmm. as some other people think so I think that that comes down perfectly to it where it's like mm -hmm. you need to make sure you kind of are setting those boundaries and knowing I, I think it comes down to organization for time yeah. management and that sort of thing yeah. so. and also turn off all your social media notifications seriously <laughs> I 
yeah the day I turned off like Instagram follows and likes and comments like my life changed <laughs> oh yeah I did that like two and a half years ago and I think it was one of the best decisions I ever made so just turn off every yeah. notification ever so that your phone is not just constantly trying to notify you of the thing you need to do next yeah because it's like once you have like 100 likes rolling in like your phone screen is going to be spammed yes, so totally yeah. totally so just shut them all down Awesome. So we're going to end. You actually get to ask a question to the people that are watching. So I'm going to give you like a couple Ooh. seconds to think about that. It can be anything. It can be life related, business related, literally anything. Um, but first, where can people find you on social media, your website, educational courses, that sort of thing? Totally. So um, Hope Taylor blog is where you can find more educational resources. I have tons of free downloads, tons of free um, content related to the topics we've talked about today and a ton more. Um, so if you're looking for education, that's the best place to go. Hope Taylor photography on Instagram is where you can follow me like just in general. It's where I update most often. Um, and at home with hope is the home account that you mentioned. So if anybody wants to follow along with that, you can do that there. Perfect. And we'll also make sure to link those down in the description box below on YouTube so you guys can just click on those because I know I'm lazy and I'm going to forget <laughs> to type it in. So we'll just link those up too. So um, to wrap up, what is the one question that you'd like to ask the viewers and they'll answer down in the comment section below? Ooh, I love this. Okay, so I'm going to continue the personal marketing theme because I just believe so much in that. Um, and I would love to hear you guys brainstorm a little bit about what things in your life you could incorporate into sharing on social media that may allow people to connect to you more. So maybe brainstorm three like quirky fun facts about you that really represent your personality. So like mine are that I love sprinkled donuts. I am really close with my mom. My mom and I have a really close friendship and I'm decorating my new home. So those are three things that I share about in social media, kind of consistent themes I talk about that don't have to do with photography. So I want to hear three fun like quirky facts about you that you could incorporate into your business that don't have to do with your business or your photography or your work. I love it. Awesome. I'm excited to see these answers. <laughs> I am too. And I, I, yeah, I, like I said, we'll make it kind of a, if you guys haven't answered a question from all the episodes of Real Talk yet, I challenge you guys to make this the one that you answer just because I think I am such a strong believer in kind of branding and marketing your business. I think this is kind of a great way to kick it off. So um, if you guys haven't left a comment, make sure to kind of challenge yourself and leave a comment today. Um, if you guys are just joining us for this episode of Real Talk, this is your first one. Um, once again, we're super excited that you guys stuck all the way through the end. Um, we'll link it up at the end. We'll have all of the other Real Talks, the playlist where you guys can check out everybody else who has been a phenomenal um, guest on Real Talk and check out all of those. And then also make sure to hit the subscribe button if you guys haven't uh, already done that so you guys get notified of all of the future Real Talks as well. So Thank you so much, Hope, for joining us this afternoon. I guess it's your time afternoon. So um, I think it's something for everybody in this episode to really kind of pick up on wh wherever you might be at in your business. So we just, yeah, I just want to say thank you for, for hopping on here and being willing to share a little bit about your journey as a photographer. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Awesome. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Real Talk. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and, and the community. 
In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook and the Senior Style Guide group over there, where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we want to make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode and we'll see you around.